0: Keep up with Team USA with gig speeds over Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Can your internet do that? Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Requires gig internet and compatible gateway. Gig speed Wi-Fi is shareable across all devices. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA. Welcome to Creature Covenant with Dr. Adriana, a world movement that celebrates the healing power of the sacred human-animal bond. Now, here is
1: Dr. Adrian. Well, welcome again to another chapter of Creature Covenant. Today, I have a very special guest, a friend, somebody that I admire deeply in our community. Her name is Ms. Rhoda Elritch. She is the president of the Community Pet Project, a beautiful um, volunteer organization here in Hillsborough County, Florida. And what they do is that they identify the at-risk and homeless population that own pets They help provide for their needs of their pets, uh, their basic needs, and uh, basically help them keep their pets, which is the most important thing, especially when you're in a homeless situation and you depend emotionally so much from your pets and the companionship that they gave you. Rhonda, welcome. I am so pleased, so happy to have you here sharing your lovely uh, stories, and uh, I can't wait to start sharing your, your, uh, your, uh, your, uh, your gift. Thank you so much for your, what you do in our community here in Tampa. Uh, Rhonda, tell us about your background, where you come from, and how. Uh, what inspired you? What type of problem did you identify in our community that led you to uh, create Community Pet Project? Um, community
0: Pet Project kind of started by accident, actually. Uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department and Tampa Police Department have quarterly outreach events to help. The homeless population, one of the organizers is a, was a Tampa police officer that happened to live next door to a dog trainer. And she reached out to that dog trainer and said, can you bring somebody, can you get somebody to come to these events to help um, the animal population? Because a lot of the homeless do have pets. And so she reached out to a local rescue that I happened to be volunteering with at the time. I still do. I still have two of their fosters, cats. Um, And she reached out to us and we're like, yeah, let's go. So we went. Um, June of 2017 was our first event. We helped probably 200 people, which was horribly overwhelming to us. We were caught off guard. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't anticipate that kind of volume. Um, And so we agreed to go back every quarter. Uh, about six months after our first event, um, we the, the Rescue Incorporated Community Pet Project as a nonprofit, as a division of the Rescue. In May of 2018, I was notified that they couldn't afford us anymore because we had grown so big that they just we had to do it on our own. So in June of 2018, we started our own nonprofit. Um, we are a 501. We... Our, our own people we do not belong to anybody um so basically we've been around three and a half years but on our own about two and a half years um, we still go to the quarterly outreaches we help people that's where we get the majority of our our clients but unfortunately covid shut down those um events this year and so we weren't able to i think we had the first one and we haven't had any more this year which which was hard because we know people need our services. And it, it's funny because I tell people when we first started going to these outreaches, we loaded everything we had in the back of my Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, I remember. We have to rent a nine-foot cargo van from U-Haul to get all of our stuff to the outreach events.
1: Wow, that's amazing. What kind yeah. of funds? So much support from our community. Uh, I, I'm always amazed of the community pet, all of the different organizations that we have here that are volunteer-based and how we're able to mobilize people to help in efforts like such that are so beautiful. Um, how do volunteers, is there a special training that they have to go through um, to a reach or how do you guys get that, that support that you need? There's no training. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
0: all you really need to do is, is have a heart and to believe that all people and all pets matter. And then you'll succeed with Community Pet Project. That's amazing. Our support comes from, financial support comes from only donations and fundraisers. We have received two smaller grants this year because of COVID, which helped. Other than that, all of our funding comes from donations and fundraisers. So obviously the community is very instrumental in that funding because they're the ones going to the fundraisers, other ones making the donations. So they are, they are very instrumental in, in our success.
1: Wonderful. Uh, there is, I I believe there is a stigma around homelessness. You know, what people see on the news, people living on the streets, or what you might appreciate sometimes when you stop in a light and you see somebody begging for food and, um, it might be sometimes under the effect of, of drugs or whatnot, what have you. But that's not the reality of the majority of the homeless population, right? There's such Correct. a stigma behind it. A lot of it's of the what do you see as the reality in our community when it comes to homelessness? <sighs> homelessness
0: is not usually something that person chooses for themselves correct you will find some that do that have done it long enough that are successful at it and need that kind of environment and and they succeed and they succeed quite well um but the majority of people didn't answer for this we um we were We were at an event in a in a park one time, and this lady walked by and she saw our tent, and she's like stuck her nose up at us and said, "Really?" And I said, "Okay, well, thank you for stopping by." And she came back again and a, a few more comments, and i <laughs> I get very protective of CPP and and uh, it's like another child for me, so I, I get very protective of it. And I asked her, does she even understand what we're trying to do?" And so I explained it to her. And I said, what about the woman who was a domestic abuse survivor? And she fled her home in the middle of the night and all she took with her was her dog. And now she's homeless. Does she not deserve to have that dog? Does she not deserve to have that support? And she kind of looked at me and she said, well, or I said, what about the drug addict who's finally been clean for about three, four years, but his family can't trust him and don't believe in him anymore. And all he has is that dog if he didn't have that dog, he wouldn't be breathing today. I can guarantee you that he would have given up if he didn't have the love and the support from that animal. So I gave a few more stories like that. And she says, Oh, I get it. She said, how do I volunteer?
1: Wow. That is so amazing.
0: But there's so many different reasons, so many different reasons why people are homeless or at risk and find themselves in situations.
1: That's true. That's true. I mean, uh, well, you and I were participants of Vets for Pets, you know, uh, on, and uh, we took care of a lot of the the people that you helped. And uh, we, story after story, we see people that uh, because of illness, God forbid that happens to any of us, right? And uh, ended up in a situation where they have to give up all the belongings and they lost, you know, what they had. And all they had is that companionship of that animal. Um, you know, they were unsuccessful in their life with, you know, a person that was abusive to them um, because of mental illness. That's another reason. So there's so many multiple stories that we saw. And uh, a lot of them, I would say the majority of them were actually um, in ways of recovery where they, they could that they, they had a job, but they still didn't have a place to live. Um, and they were in that process, you know, building themselves back. And uh, so I just wanted to create awareness through this um, chapter because I feel like um, we need to we need to uh, go back to love and um, and see each other with mercy and with compassion. And I think that the world lacks a lot of that. Um, so um, thank you for sharing all of those stories. And I wanted to ask you in your personal experience, what has been um, uh that um that that uh, re- rewarding experience for yourself what have you seen with this creature covenant with the human animal bond how that has transformed you personally i it it affects me personally it
0: affects me I'm on sorry. a on, on a very deep level um when we um, in March of this year we opened up um, our services to anyone in Hillsborough County that had been affected by COVID, and since March of 2018 or 2020, we have helped over 4,000 pets just this year with either food, uh, medical services, whatever. Or we could have fed that animal three or four times this year, but it still counted as as a an incident or an event. Um, so we have helped a lot of families um when we get the emails back that say thank goodness that you guys exist um or or my pets wouldn't be with me today i didn't know how i was going to feed them i didn't know how i was going to have their emergency surgery um and it's i realize that that we're here for a purpose that that what we do does make a difference and we are making a difference in the community. It's just not the community that a lot of people recognize. Um, And I mean, when we first started um, the COVID outreach program, I had a lady um, tell me that if it would have been for she was preparing her children to surrender their dogs to pet resource center because they couldn't afford it because they both lost her and her husband both lost their income. And she said, only by the grace of God and you guys, your, your organization, CPP, and being able to feed our dogs, were we able to keep our family united. Um, that's a big one. That, that's big to know that these children don't have to give up their, their family and they don't have to lose their family because it's something they didn't create. Nobody, I mean, nobody caused COVID. Anyone suffering from COVID didn't cause this. They didn't ask to get let off, you know, let go. They didn't ask to have unemployment. They didn't ask to have the whole industry that they work in disappear. You know, so to know that, that we can keep that family unified until, until, something comes around and, and, get, and people get back on their feet. It, it's just amazing to us. Um, it, it's just incredible. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just incredible.
1: That is so beautiful. And I, I thank you so much from my, the bottom of my heart because I, um, I can see uh, such a beautiful heart that you have. And that goes to you and everybody else that participates and is a volunteer for Communicate Bed Project um what are the um what do you foresee for for the organization coming what is the goal that big audacious goal for community pet project
0: i i can't answer that um we didn't we didn't expect to be where we were right now um when covid hit and we found all these animals being surrendered to shelters and stuff. And we knew we had to step up as a community partner. We, we promote ourselves as wanting to unite the community and to bring the whole rescue group and the, and the whole animal community together instead of being divided. Um, we knew we had to step up and do something. So we created the, the uh, COVID response program. We did not plan that No, wow. happened this year was not planned. We did not plan to feed and provide for 4,000 pets this year. That was not on the books. We planned to grow, but we did not plan to grow overnight. Um, I sit back and I look at what we've done since March. My deliv- We've got delivery people that go out every weekend and deliver food to these people. People are volunteering to be, they, they're calling us saying, I want to be a delivery driver. I want to help bring that relief to these people and see in their faces that, that we're making a difference. Um, I didn't plan for that. I, there's no way that the board could have seen this coming. We, we were going to grow, but we weren't going to grow like this overnight. That wasn't planned. Wow. wow. So I don't know how to, so we don't even know how to plan for next year because we don't know what's going to happen next year.
1: That's true. COVID brought, COVID brought a lot of uncertainty to a lot of people, unfortunately. Uh, thank God for organizations like yourself and helping our community. It, is Community based Project also reaching out to neighborhood communities like, let's say, Pinellas, Pasco, or are we just limited into Hillsborough County? We are only in Hillsborough County right now. Um, we
0: have talked about, well, we've actually even kind of started it, but we are doing a medical outreach for the surrounding counties. So Polk, Pasco, Pinellas, um, I can't of the other one. There's five of us counties. Yes, that that surround the the ones that surround Hillsborough County, we have helped them. So we right now we have a medical program where we can pay up to five hundred dollars per pet per year, provided you meet our qualifications. One of those qualifications is living in Hillsborough County. We get so many calls from the surrounding counties because they use our vets in Hillsborough County and the vets will say, hey, you know, call them, see if they can help. So we have established a smaller version of the medical with the surrounding counties, um, where we will still pay up to 500 provided that they still meet our qualifications. But in the the surrounding counties, they have to match what we match. So if they pay 250, we'll pay 250. If they can afford 500, then we'll pay the 500, our 500. Um, In Hillsborough County, we don't ask for that.
1: So um with this matching programs um hopefully like expanding to other counties uh what a wonderful effort i think it's going to start i can see your organization growing and expanding to the different uh, other counties uh because there's so much need i can see it i i in my work i get to work with uh, other types of uh, different hospitals and different counties and i see the need is everywhere um yeah. it's it's definitely such a wonderful thing to have you in in our com- community, but I feel I can see you that it, it's going to expand to to other to other communities um, I would like to honor the volunteers, the people that support your organization uh the veterinarians um, the the police tell us about what who are these people organizations you can name them or what is the name of the organization so that we can recognize
0: him? Um, so as far as law enforcement go, it's, it's Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department um, and Tampa Police Department. Um, actually, we've, even without the outreaches, we've had a great relationship with Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. They, um, they'll call us when they run into something like we're supposed to have all the answers. And, and we never tell anybody no or we don't know anything. If I if we can't help you or I don't have the answer or whatever, we never say no. We we give them options. We give them other places to call. Um, right now, we're working on compiling a list, um, countrywide, worldwide, of other organizations that can help with um, medical, because a lot of times with our five hundred dollars, other people. They, their, their services are like in the thousands and we can only go to 500. So we're compiling a list of other organizations that they can reach out to, to add to our 500 to get the amount that they need to put, you know, help their animals. So we never say no. I don't ever want to say the word no. I want to say we, we, we're not able to help, but here, this is who can, or this is who you need to reach out to. I, I can't imagine calling up and asking somebody for help. And they're like, no. And then you're like, okay, now what do I do now? Where do I go? that in their moment, of crisis, they they don't want that. They don't want to have another door shut in their face. And I, I've had people tell us that, that, you know, all these other people, nobody will work with us. Nobody will help us. And you're the first one that said, yes. Wow. Um, it's, it's a little off track, but I remember the first time our very first heartworm um, patient that we helped, I was driving and and they called and um, I pulled over to, to take her call and, and she says, really angry. She goes, I know you're going to tell me no because everyone else had nobody cares. And, and I said, okay, well, give me that opportunity. <laughs> so what's your story? She had um, rescued two dogs from Hurricane Irma. And one of them is heartworm positive. And she spent a year trying to find the owner and couldn't. So she kept them. And he's heartworm positive. She's on disability. Her son's on disability. She can't afford a heartworm positive dog um i said okay yeah we'll help and she s- starts like getting yelling at me and she stops herself she goes did you say you'd help i said yeah yeah we'll help and she she broke down crying on the phone she she was so used to being told no wow uh, so i think that for me is the coolest thing that we can do is is take that away take that hurt and that fear from away from the person and and lead them in a direction um, Hillsborough County Sheriff's just called us a few weeks ago, maybe two, three, four weeks ago, and they found a um, one-year-old German Shepherd in an elderly lady's backyard. And she, I mean, she was very elderly. She wasn't able to care for this dog. She had had him since she, she had had her since she was a puppy. So she'd had her almost a year. From the neighbor's reports, the dog lived in the backyard the entire time. Um, Hillsborough County got there and they're like, no, we're not leaving that dog here. We're doing something. So they reached out to us and we said that we could, since she was owned by this lady, we could help with the medical. Um, they got her to Harmony Vet Care, which is one of the clinics that we use frequently. And they had to remove um, a shock collar that was embedded in this dog's neck.
1: Oh,
0: my God. Um, a rescue stepped up, took her. Um, after the, the removal of the, the collar and we were able to raise almost $500 on, she didn't at that time qualify for our assistance because she now belonged to a rescue. So we couldn't just use our regular funding. So we did a Facebook fundraiser and we raised $500 on Facebook to pay for her medical bills to help the rescue that took her. Um, it's not even been three months later and she's living in this incredible home with these incredible people living a life that a one-year-old shepherd should be having so i mean we we even help when we can't help you know it's not part we couldn't use our medical money but we were able to raise the money because of our supporters to help this little girl get what she needed so hillsborough county and, and us we still work very well together um, we do work with the uh, Tampa Police Department. We were notified of a homeless lady that claims that there was cats being dumped on her all the time, and they kept reproducing. So we um, got a hold of uh, the Humane Society and the TNR program, and we trapped the cats. Or we didn't have to trap them; we just took them in. We took them to the Humane Society. They um, actually they were so such good cats that they were able to go into foster home and they were adopted out.
1: That's wonderful. Uh,
0: so we work with them a lot um, and the Humane Society. And, and just as we're going on, we're finding more clinics that are wanting to work with us or able to work with us. Um, Alafia River Veterinary mm-hmm. Clinic, we just um, had a case with them. A homeless guy was walking down the street and his dog got hit by a car. The vet that, that owns the clinic happened to be driving by, saw the accident, told the deputy, take the dog and the man to my clinic and I'll take care of them. So of course, you know, Facebook, we were tagged in this post and I called and I'm like, we want to pay $500 towards the dog's bill. And this is, this is our core. This is our thing, homeless people with pets. So we want to, we want to help with this one. And uh, so the vet donated her time and we paid for all of the, the supplies and we were able to cover the bill hundred percent. And the guy got a hold of his family in North Carolina area and they drove down a couple of days later and picked up over the weekend and picked up the dog and the, and the man and they all went back home happy and healthy.
1: Um,
0: so just by that clinic being involved in that situation, we were able to establish a relationship with them. Um, so it's really cool how, how our relationships are growing and building because of certain situations. Um, but we, um, we have, like I said, Harmony Vet Care, Humane Society, TLC Pet Snip, we use quite a bit on um, mm-hmm. the one in Um, Alafia River, we've done, um, I, I don't even want to leave anybody out because I feel bad, but I know there's oh, Oak, Oak Tree Animal Hospital, we've had a couple go there. Um, so I know there's more, but I feel bad leaving them out, but um yeah, it's and the oak tree happened because the lady said, I can't make it to these other clinics. This clinic is closer to me. Can, can you see if I can go there? So I called and talked to them and submitted our paperwork and they're like, yeah, no problem. We can we can start an account with you guys. So um, it's just cool the way things are happening.
1: That is such a wonderful thing and how people come together is that kind of going you know, to affect um so inspiring such an inspiring stories i mean i know that you have countless and countless cases of of the of all the different people and pets that you've been able to help and um now i would like to for you to share um how can people get in touch uh volunteer donate uh what are the outlets uh, how can people find you
0: we're really easy to be found. We are huge on Facebook, um, which I, I just want to say. In June of two thousand eighteen, when we took over as our own, uh, we had like five hundred followers. Today, we have almost two thousand followers.
1: That's amazing.
0: Um, yeah. So it's it's every time I see that number go up, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this
1: is this is like
0: this is crazy. Um, but we're very pop. We're very busy on Facebook. It just seems to be a really quick and easy way to, to get our story out quickly. Um, that we have our Facebook page, we have a website, we have Instagram, we have a YouTube channel that we're, um, working on to get more content on there. So we're very easy to be found. It's just community pet project. Um,
1: and, um, yeah, it's just, Those are our website, your website, which was www.communitypetprojects.org. Correct. Okay. Um, Because I saw something very important and I feel like people need to know this. A lot of people buy their uh, pet supplies through Chewy, chewy. Chewy.com, correct? Now, how can people buy from Chewy through your website and get, you know, how can your organization benefit if somebody buys from Chewy? There's an actual link on our website
0: that if you're a first time Chewy user that we get, um, I believe it's a $10 donation from Chewy for every new client that signs up through our link. Um, We also have Grounds and Hounds, which is a uh, coffee which the proceeds go to rescues and we had to do some talking to convince them that we weren't a rescue, but we needed their funding. So they, they created us a link, but anything purchased through their um, website, we get a 15% of the sale donated to us. We have a uh, walk a dog, uh, which is an app where you walk and, and your miles go to whatever organization you choose. Uh, we have all kinds of crazy things that you can do. Amazon Smile, um, Amazon
1: Wishlist.
0: It's, I'm sure I'm forgetting something.
1: Wonderful. No, I mean that's great because we all make purchases through Amazon, Chewy, all you know, and then uh, we tend to forget that only by clicking on Amazon Smile or clicking on that on your website to purchase you know, the Chewy, which we normally do. Or if you're first time, then you could actually uh, donate to your organization. Yeah. So that's what the thing that I'm going to do because <laughs> uh, I really want to help. Um, I'm so inspired by this organization of yours, Community Pet Project. I can't wait to see you grow and grow. Um, many blessings to you. Many Christmas um, and happy. Uh, May May God bless you and you and your volunteers and everybody that participates with Community Bed Project. Thank you for being in our community and for all you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I remember from Rusk and the little dog, um, Bugsy. Bugsy. Bugsy, and yes. I still... I still have the picture of you and, and uh Bugsy and her dad his dad standing in the, the clinic office talking about the, the prognosis and everything. So you were one of the first vets at um vets for pets that, that we were able to work with and, and we, we really appreciate you. Um, we appreciated the bets for pets and and we appreciate your 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 ambition and your passion. For these animals. I mean, it's, it's overwhelming. And, and the fact that you've asked us to be present on this, is, it's incredible. And we, we thank a lot of you and we're very honored to
1: be present on this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rhonda. Kids need wholesome snacks to fuel their active bodies and imaginations. Like delicious, soft baked Cliff Kid Z Bar. With energizing whole grains from organic oats and in flavors kids love, it's the perfect portable snack for blasting off to space on the swings at recess or exploring the uncharted schoolyard with fellow adventurers. Grab a box of Cliff Kid Z Bar snacks today because imagination needs fuel. Learn more at CliffKid.com. Kids need wholesome snacks to fuel their active bodies and imaginations like delicious soft-baked Cliff Kid Z-Bar. With energizing whole grains from organic oats and in flavors kids love, it's the perfect portable snack for blasting off to space on the swings at recess or exploring the uncharted schoolyard with fellow adventurers. Grab a box of Cliff Kid Z-Bar snacks today because imagination needs fuel. Learn more at cliffkid.com.